Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. Welcome to our podcast, Because She Chose, where we discuss ways to grow in our faith as followers of Jesus in these very busy roles as moms, wives, some of us in careers. And today, I want to explore how our lives are shaped by the choices we make. I'm your host, of course, Camille McIntyre. And this week, I've been thinking a lot about how life is just a series of choices. I read a quote once that said, there is something beautiful yet sobering about our mortality. It makes our decisions so much more meaningful and our choices impactful. Have you ever thought about where life could have taken you if you hadn't chosen, say, your career path or even the spouse that you may be married to now? I saw a movie about a time traveler and he made the slightest change in his travels he wound up with a totally different child, a totally different person. (laughs) Instead of the little boy that he had, he showed up at one point and he had a little daughter. And I remember the feeling, the sinking feeling that he had when he realized that he had made a mistake. And I said, oh my gosh, how awful that would be not to have say, the husband that I have now or the children that I have. I can't even imagine my life with anyone else except for my family. And the thought makes me shudder. If I had chosen differently, I had other choices before I met my husband. And although they were wonderful young men that many of them that I was interested in were good men, they loved God, but it was like they were just not the one. You know what I mean? The one I talk about that a lot with my kids and none of them are really with their, I guess, spouse of the future. They haven't really met them at this point in time. And sometimes I just wonder, Lord, who do you have for my child? My one son is actually dating a wonderful girl whom I love very much and I pray for all the time. I'm like, Lord, if she's the one, great. You know, so you think about these choices that we all have to make and you know, from the moment that we wake up, from the moment that we go to bed, sometimes you just feel like your whole day is just a bunch of choices that you had to make. And all of these choices can have huge impacts on our lives. So let me just dive in with this. Let's just start with the thought that you make decisions, right? All the time. Most are small, you know, like you woke up in the morning and you're like, well, do I want to wash my hair? Do I want to put in some of that dry shampoo stuff? I mean, you know, I don't know. Small decisions. What do I want to eat for breakfast? I need to make a lunch to pack with me to go to work. Some of them are really small, but some of them are really, really big. And they have ramifications for years, even decades. You know, in your final moments, you might well think back on these decisions. I know I meet a lot of people in my line of work. I take care of the elderly, and some of them have regrets. And I was thinking today, today is Sunday, and I shared with our congregation during a worship service what Jesus said. We were going to be singing a song, one of my favorite songs about not worrying. And because it's what Jesus said in Matthew 6, 34, he said, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own, he said. 
I think about that. I'm like, yeah, each day has a lot of troubles, a lot of great things, but a lot of troubles. And I think about what people are chasing after every day. What are they seeking? They're seeking things that will give them peace and hopefully happiness in their future. Now, while I don't think that's bad in and of itself, how do you make decisions? Do you think about that sometimes? What brings you to the decisions that you are making every day from day to day, whether they're small or big? What is the criteria that you think is most important when it comes to making decisions? I think part of what makes big decisions so significant is really how rare they are. I don't know if you realize this, but like, you know, you only hopefully choose one spouse in a lifetime. (laughs) That's all I can take. I I can't even imagine more than that. I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, man, you better not go to be with Jesus too early because I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. I don't think I could take another man. (laughs) But you don't get an opportunity to learn from some mistakes in life. Some people just don't even think and they make the same mistake over and over again. But if you want to make big decisions that you won't regret, it's important for you to learn from the mistakes that you've made in the past. And also, You can look at others' mistakes, people that have gone on before you, that have been there, they've done that, people that are older and wiser. You know, I was thinking about that verse that Jesus said, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about these things. But the verse before in verse 33, he said, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. In other words, he knows exactly what we need. He says, I'm going to give you what you need in life, but you have to make seeking me your priority. And then all these things, the necessary things that you need to live in life will be given to you. I will give them to you. And it's hard. It's hard to trust. So one of the things my husband was preaching about today, we've been talking about it throughout the week about not worrying about the things of this life. And he said, You know, we need to prioritize the pursuit of God's lordship in your life because Jesus is Lord, right? So he stated in his message that life is more than the things that we sometimes pursue with greater fervency than we seek the very kingdom of God in our lives. Because Jesus said, if you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, everything's going to be given to you. So don't worry about it. So a lot of times you worry because you're like, I got to make this decision. I'm like, well, I'm looking at this business that you've given me and you've given me this desire to help other women, you know, what are the decisions I need to make today? I need to make good decisions this week so that my next week will be falling in line with hopefully my goals, right? But God's like, listen, the bottom line is I'm going to take care of those things. Yes, I want you to make decisions. I want you to have goals and set them as priorities. Those are all good things. But there's a good deal of existing research into what people regret, like I said before, in the end of their lives. I was reading about this project that this scientist was doing, and he decided to approach this problem of making decisions from the other end and ask people about their biggest life decisions. Like, what are your biggest life's decisions? I mean, a lot of people talk about their careers are really important to them. You need to study. Like, (laughs) if I'm interested in becoming a doctor, you know, I have to make a decision on what college I might have to go to or how am I going to, you know, pay for that? What is that going to look like? Am I going to have to move away? How much time am I going to have to set aside for that? It might be better for me not to be with 
a love interest because I need to dedicate all my time to study. So there's a lot that goes into things like that. Those are big life decisions. You know, maybe you have to buy a product. Maybe you have a portfolio you want to invest in, or maybe you need to hire someone out maybe for your business. But like none of the research that this man was talking about was really helpful, he said, until a few years ago when he found himself having to make big life decisions himself. So when I was listening to my husband preach this morning's sermon, he was talking about that importance of steeping your life in God's reality, in his provision for your life. Because when you put your trust in him, when you do seek him first, meaning, God, I want your life to permeate mine. I want your Holy Spirit to lead me, to guide me. I want to spend time with you throughout my day, of course, in the earlier part of the day, so that I know what you have for me for this day. So when you're seeking the kingdom, you're seeking his presence in your life. You're seeking him. And so you really need to realize that when you become a seeker of God, it means that we're seeking him diligently. And it it talks about the priority. It takes priority and effort to do that. And like how easily we can be distracted. How easily do we become so involved in the temporal things in life? Because those things we diligently seek after, right? You need a home. You need food. You need to pay your bills. You need a car to drive around in, right? You need some clothes to put on your body. You know, there's a lot of needs in your life. But a lot of times, those things that we need, we think we need, become so much of an importance that it distracts us from the things that are really life giving, the things that are supposed to be most important in our life, these big decisions, right, that we need to make. So, all too often, we see that these promises that we kind of make sometimes even in our lives, they're left unfulfilled. And then you feel disappointed. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, I wished that I had done X, Y, or Z. I don't want to get to the end of my life and say, I wished I had done all the things that I was really looking to do. I mean, I met the man of my dreams, my husband. I can't imagine my life in any other way or direction, I can't imagine having different children. The children that I have now, we were just out tonight at dinner with them and I was just like looking around and going, man, I'm so happy with the these humans that God gave me to rear and that they're adults now and they're, they're making their own choices and they're becoming amazing people. Like I can't imagine not being the pastors of our church if we hadn't made that really huge decision to start and plant a church here on Staten Island, New York, I can't imagine the people that we would not have reached for Jesus. The people that we have invested in, you know, there's been a lot that have come and gone, but I think about some of the people that have been in our ministry and have gone on to go into ministry themselves. I'm like, Lord, the impact that the decisions that we made has led to so many beautiful things. So while we were seeking first God, it was not just spiritual activities or church-related business my husband was talking about today. It's not about all of those things. He was saying that this means we need to seek first Christ's lordship in our lives. Because when we do, it says that he gives us peace in the midst of these difficult moments in our lives when we need to make difficult life choices. Because life really is about making choices based upon 
what you place your priorities on. So what am I saying? When you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, the Lord says he will grant you, he will give you all the things that you need so that you won't have to worry. So when you're in the middle of making a right a choice about maybe your right career path, or it could be really daunting. However, it is so important for you to remember that we have the power to change even a career path at any time. I mean, halfway through my life, I hit 50 and I'm like, what do I really want to do with myself? I mean, yes, I'm the pastor's wife, I'm in ministry, I love all these things. But then I started to realize, you know, there was something missing. And God said, you're supposed to be speaking into the lives of women and I'm going to give you a path to follow. So if you're not happy with your current maybe job or career path, you know, don't be afraid to make a change. I know it's hard. Believe me, I was 50 and I was like, all right, what do I really want to be doing? And I can't imagine doing anything else. I'm so fulfilled with what I'm doing. If I'm fulfilled with doing a podcast like this and having you listen and then I get your feedback saying, man, what you said really hit home. I was able to make some changes in my life because of what you said. This to me is everything. So the choices that I made were so important in even starting the Because She Chose podcast. I look back on it and I'm like, wow, a whole year has gone by? Really? Wow, Lord. You know, the things, the choices that I decided were important to me and that God was calling me to do, I look back now and I can't believe what he's done. So you know what? Maybe you also need to make choices, better choices in your relationships. I don't know, romantic or platonic, maybe friends, the people that you surround yourself with can greatly impact your life. Choosing to surround yourself with positive and supportive people can lead to a happier and healthier life. So you need to make sure that you're making good choices with the people that you surround yourself with. What about the choices in your health, taking care of your physical, mental well-being? Your mental health is so crucial. It affects every area of your life. Choosing to eat healthy and exercise regularly. Hello, I'm raising my hand right now. To prioritize your mental health and your own health in your body can lead to a longer and happier life. So listen, I'm talking a lot about choices and there's a lot that goes with it. But let's talk about the choices that you make with your free time. How can you spend your free time that you can now greatly impact your overall well-being, just you yourself. I'm always talking about self-care. Man, it's so important. So choosing to engage in hobbies and activities that bring you joy can lead to even more fulfilling life. So listen, I don't know what life's choices are ahead of you right now. I don't know what might be hanging in the balance because life is really what I said at the beginning. It's a series of choices. And we have the power to shape our own lives if we seek first God. We have to seek him first because if you don't have any idea of his leading and his guidance, if you're not saying, Holy Spirit, help me to make these choices, what am I supposed to be doing? I have this and I have this. I have A and I have B to choose from. They both seem really good. What should I be doing? If you're not seeking him and getting in his presence, and asking him to lead you into all truth, you're going to be in a tough spot. You might make a terrible choice. I pray that that is not where you are. I'm praying that you are seeking first God and his kingdom and his righteousness, because then it says he will add all these things to you. In other words, he's going to give you the wisdom. He's going to give you the strength. He's going to give you the fortitude you need to do exactly what he is calling you to do, whatever area of life that looks like for you. 
So listen, I'm so glad that you're with us. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and just to understand that you need to evaluate sometimes the choices that you're making. Because let me tell you, you will have consequences to your decisions, right? Whether they are good or bad. It's like, are you sowing good seed in the ground or are you making terrible choices? Because you alone are going to suffer the consequences for those things. I pray that God is giving you the wisdom and the ability and the strength to make the proper decisions that he is leading you into so you can have that longer and healthier and happy life that he wants you to have. It's an abundant life that he wants to give you. That's what it says in John 10, 10, read it. He wants to give you an abundant life. So I hope this has been food for thought. I will see you next week with a guest and I can't wait to share everything with you. I'm praying for you. Go out there and make some good choices and decisions today. Blessings, ladies. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose, also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me review and rating. Until next time, take care.